Life is about healing relationships with people, money, career, health, and your purpose and calling. That's what life is about. It's healing relationships. It's looking at your relationships and seeing where there's a disconnect. If you cannot say to yourself, man, on a scale of one to 10, 10 being awesome in your relationships with people, in your relationships with money, in your relationships with career, in relationship with your health, and knowing your purpose and calling, if you cannot say each one of those are a 10, there needs to be some healing. You are listening to The Limitless Podcast. I'm your host, Deanna Heron. What if you had no limitations keeping you from your dream life? In 2016, I had a major tug on my heart to write a book about my story. And in the process, I learned that I had been operating with a very faulty belief system for the majority of my life. I've had a huge transformation since then. And my life's passion and mission is to teach you how to live a limitless life. Join me on this journey. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to the Limitless Podcast. This is Deanna Heron, your host. As always, I'm super excited to be with you on this Tuesday. So thank you so much for joining me. And I just want to thank you for being such a world changer. The very fact that you are listening to this podcast, I know that you are an impactor. I know that you want change in your life so that you can live your best life. So congratulations to you. And I'm honored to be a part of this wave of amazing leaders, women who are going to make a difference in this world, who are already making a difference. Congratulations and thank you for being a part of this community. So as always, my goal and mission is to guide you first in knowing your truth because a woman standing in her true greatness becomes limitless in her impact. So let's get started on today's podcast. So today is about the blame game, and this is one that is near, and I'm not going to say dear to my heart, but this is really a trap that I have lived in the majority of my life. So today what I'm going to do is I'm going to walk you through several stories of the blame trap that I've experienced in my life. And perhaps you may see this in your life. So I want you to know that your biggest victory is right around the corner. And I don't know where you are right now in life and not sure what you're experiencing or the trials that have crossed your path lately. I know that life sometimes will throw us these curveballs and we feel as if we have actually been punched in the stomach. Can I get an amen to that? And today I want to recognize your struggles as being hurtful. I recognize your fear and I recognize your pain. And I want to offer you some solutions to help you gain a bit of clarity and maybe even see some relief through these struggles. In this episode, I'm going to share some tools. I'm going to give you some actual tools that have worked for me through some of my struggles, some of my difficulties and the upsets in my life, specifically in the area of the blame game. And it's a trap that you may not even realize that you are in. And I want to tell you, I've played this game and it wasn't until seven to 10 years ago, did I realize this pattern in my life? And it is a trap that we can fall into. And this trap will keep you very small, keep you on the struggle bus. It will keep your insides in chaos, and it will actually prevent you from living your life to the fullest. It's the blame trap. So 
I'm going to address what it is, why do we experience it in life, and how we can work through it. So I'm going to start with a story, and this story is something that happened to me when I was in high school. And the blame trap is believing that someone or something is the cause of your pain. In high school, I was on the Palm Squad. We called it Drill Team back then. And my junior year of Palm, a few girls on the squad that I was hanging out with, we had a little too much fun that year and didn't take Palm very seriously. And truth be told, our Palm priorities were on the last of our priorities because we had discovered boys. We were constantly late to practice. We didn't practice at home. And honestly, we, we kind of blew it off and we made it through all the routines, but our timing was a bit off because of the lack of practice. I did not honor the responsibility or the gift I was given to be a part of the team. I truly didn't honor that. I was really wrapped up in <laughs> what I thought were other priorities, being with my girlfriends and, you know, being around boys. So the tryouts came at the end of my junior year and I decided I would try out for the team and I would try out for the spot of captain. And I had already started to practice my routine as a captain, trying out for that captain spot. And I spent hours practicing and preparing for tryouts. I probably spent more time practicing and preparing for tryouts than I invested in my whole junior year, the routines that I was supposed to be doing. No mess ups, no mistakes were made on the day of tryouts. It, it was perfect. I was picture perfect and I was sure I was locked in for the Palm Squad. And I'm not sure how you find out today if you made the team. I'm not sure if they send you an email. But back in the day when I was in high school, there were no emails. There were no text messaging. And so the, they posted the names of those who made the team on the gym door. And I remember walking up to the door of the gym to look for my name. And there were a few girls standing looking at the list. And, you know, you could tell some of them were super excited about making the team. And so I walked up. It was my turn to walk up. I ran through the list and my name wasn't listed. I quickly ran through the list again. My name was not on there. I turned around. My heart felt like it was ripped out of my chest. I was embarrassed. I was humiliated. All of these emotions were going through, and I didn't know what to do with it. I turned around as if nothing was wrong, and I headed to my car, and then the tears began. And needless to say, I was shocked all at the same time. And when I arrived at home, my mom saw the tears, and she wrapped her arms around me. She was shocked, and she was angry as well. She was angry as well. She picked up the phone and immediately called our palm sponsor, and I could hear her laying into my palm sponsor. I could hear the anger in her voice. I could not hear the other side of the phone, but I could hear the words that my mom was saying to this poor woman. And the situation escalated to the point my mom asked for a meeting at school. And I know you're probably thinking, oh my God, how sad. This is so tragic. You didn't make the Palm Squad your senior year and you tried so hard, et cetera, et cetera. Yes, it was sad, but never once did I accept my responsibility for not making the squad. Never once did I consider the reason I didn't make the squad was the lack of commitment that I had the prior year. I blamed the judges. I blamed the squad sponsor and I became super jaded. I became very bitter, and I allowed that to affect my senior year. 
the year that should be your best year of high school, I allowed it to affect my senior year. That's the first story I want to share with you. Here's another story I want to share, and this may be one that you can relate to if you're married. (laughs) I have been guilty for blaming my husband for my discomfort, my unhappiness, and my situations many, many times. I remember when the kids were younger, if the kids were not honoring me in some way, I blamed my husband for not having my back. When Mark and I got married, I assumed all of the responsibility in the household, all of the responsibility, because I felt like that was my responsibility as a wife. Nobody told me what my responsibility was. Mark and I never talked about it, but I assumed that my responsibility was to work a full-time job, clean the house, do the laundry, fold the laundry, put the laundry up, do the cooking, home-cooked meals, and the list goes on. I assumed this responsibility, and it was fine until our family grew. I had responsibilities in my career as a PA. I was working more than full-time, and then I decided to build a business on the side. And so I was continuing to do all of the responsibility as my responsibility in my work life increased, and I was exhausted. I felt unappreciated. Have you ever felt that way? I'm sure you have. And I became very bitter toward my sweet husband, the blame game. It kept me in the role of the victim. Somebody did something to me. Somebody did something to me. Instead of me taking responsibility for my part in the situation, I blamed others. And I, in turn, became a victim of that circumstance. This mentality has destroyed relationships. It destroys relationships. It steals your joy and sets you up to blame others in the future. Because once we start this blame trap, it continues in other areas of our life. Two stories, different situations, same message. And the reason why I share both of these stories with you is because the first story at age 17 set me up for blaming people, places, and circumstances for many years of my life. I became a victim of life, and I gave my power away to different people and situations. And truth be told, I was not taking responsibility for the power I have in creating the life that I want by recognizing the truth in the situations. I'm going to say that again. I was not taking responsibility for the power that I have in creating my life, the life that I want by recognizing the truth, the real truth in the situations. And here's what I want you to know that the real truth is. Life is always happening for you. And it may not seem like that. It may not seem like that. But life is always for us to grow us. Life is about healing relationships with people, money, career, health, and your purpose and calling. That's what life is about. It's healing relationships. It's looking at your relationships and seeing where there's a disconnect. If you cannot say to yourself, Man, on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being awesome in your relationships with people, in your relationships with money, in your relationships with career, in relationship with your health, and knowing your purpose and calling, if you cannot say each one of those are a 10, there needs to be some healing. The third truth is your emotions are not wrong. I want you to know that. Your emotions are not wrong. 
this is a lie that we've been told (laughs) since we were kids not to feel, right? And our emotions hold deep wisdom, deep wisdom. The healing on the inside. I want to talk about the healing on the inside. There will be people in your life who are not meant to be in your life. They trigger you so much and they're a little bit toxic, however you want to phrase that. But it truly is the healing that happens within you in that relationship. And I'm not talking about them being present in your life. I'm just talking about the healing that happens within you. And sometimes we believe the removal of that person will solve the issue. I have seen more and more times in my life where I remove the person believing that it solves the issue, but the feelings are inside. I have just squashed them down. And guess what happens? In walks another person that triggers me the exact same way. And so we have to learn how to heal on the inside. So let's break this down. Why do we experience the blame game, which causes so much suffering in our lives? Why do we experience this? Number one, there's a lack of clarity that comes from lack of communication. Lack of communication. When I look at the situation with my husband, let's take a look at that. There was never a conversation between Mark and I about what our responsibilities are. We were so young when we got married, we had no idea. And I assumed the responsibilities were mine based on what I believed at the time was my role as a wife. I assumed those. So there was a lack of communication. Number two, the suffering is created from wanting people, places, and life to be different. That's where suffering is. That's the gap between how life is and what we want to be different. So my suffering came because I wanted the situation to be different. I didn't want those responsibilities. I no longer felt that all those responsibilities needed to be on me. I wanted it to be different, but I didn't communicate solutions with my husband. I just felt, truth be told, that if I didn't do all of those responsibilities, I would be a terrible wife. That was a belief system within me. And so I didn't communicate those. Number three, there's a gap between who people are and who we desire them to be. And that gap is the suffering. This is really a gap between how you wish life was compared to what it is. That's the gap. So this is really the point where we we give our power away. I was expecting my husband to fix it, to step up, to pitch in. And truth is, he also was over his head in responsibilities. And I never looked at that side of the equation. He was busy paying bills, doing the yard. He had car upkeep. He had repairs around the house. He had real estate investing, so plus his career, etc. So he had a lot of responsibilities too. And guess what? I assumed those were his responsibilities. I assumed that. And I also had the assumption of what my responsibilities were as the wife. Number four, this is the one that is the deal breaker. You guys, this is the deal breaker for us. Not taking ownership for our part. Most important piece. I needed to take ownership for my part. I was assuming responsibility that was no longer true to me. And I needed to communicate some potential solutions to solve the overwhelm in my life. My husband was not responsible for what I had created. I had created that inner chaos. I had created it. So to create a life of harmony, you must understand where the chaos was created, where the chaos was recreated. Where do you need to take more ownership? 
What is the gap between who people are and who you desire them to be? What if you accepted them just the way they are and you did the inner healing on you? The suffering is created from wanting people places to be different, to be different than they are. And it also comes from the lack of communication, which causes so much confusion. So to create that life of harmony, you have to understand where that chaos is created. So what areas of your life have you blamed others Have you blamed others? What area of your life? In your career? Have you blamed your boss, your company, your team? Finances? Have you blamed your boss for not giving you a raise? What have you blamed in the area of finances? The government? In relationships? Look at your relationships in your life on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being incredible. Where are you in all of your relationships? And can you see if there's any blame in that area where you are actually in that blame trap and your health? How is your relationship with your health? Can you see any areas in your health and vitality where you have blamed? You know what? If they would quit serving that food every time I am at work, if the drug reps would stop bringing pasta all the time, then I'd be able to lose weight. That's just an example. That was something... You know, the drug reps would always bring us food and it was never anything that was, you know, super healthy, but that's just an example of how we can blame others for our current circumstances. So to gain clarity, journal out the following questions, journal these out. So why do we experience the blame game? Why do we experience it? Number one, there's a lack of clarity and it comes from lack of communication. So ask yourself, where do I need to communicate better? Where do I need to have a conversation to gain some clarity? Number two, remember the suffering is created by wanting people, places, and life to be different. So how can you accept people for who they are, but do that inner healing on yourself? Journal that out. Number three, there's a gap between who people are and who you desire them to be. There's also a gap between how you wish life was compared to the way it is. So accepting things as they are doesn't mean you have to have that person in your life if they're unhealthy for you, but accepting them as they are, how can you do the inner healing on yourself? How can you take ownership and responsibility for the situation and forgive yourself? And number four is how can you take ownership? How can you take ownership for your part? Journaling for me is a healing process, and it took me so many years to learn the true gift of journaling, but here's what I want you to know. Sometimes we make it so difficult. We think it has to be written out in, you know, this beautiful words in case somebody else reads it after we're gone, and that's our legacy. You guys, my journal is just a dump. It's just a dump of my thoughts, and for me to look over and clearly to ask myself these questions in any relationship that I have, whether it be money, whether it be my career, whether it be my husband, my kids, my friends, my health, and my purpose and calling. So start your journaling process. Get it out of your head and let the healing begin. Thank you so much for being on this journey with me. Man, this has been such a process, right? As we grow together, you guys, we are making a change in this world just by us doing our inner work, just by us becoming that best version of ourselves. And so I'm super proud of you because I know there are times when it's hard, when it's hard. 
But as you work through some of these processes, you will begin to feel so much more joy. You will begin to take power back in your life. And I want that for you so much. I look forward to seeing you next Tuesday and have an incredible week. God bless you. I'm honored to have you as part of the Limitless community. If this podcast has added value to you, I'm going to ask you to do two things for me. Number one, share it with your family and friends. And number two, go to Apple Podcasts and rate and review this podcast. Follow me on Instagram at Deanna Heron. I always love hearing from you. If you would love more about what's happening in the Deanna Heron world, you can go to DeannaHeron.net, subscribe to my email list, or even be a part of my private Facebook group. I look forward to seeing you next week. God bless you.